Hey, welcome to New Age Renaissance. This is episode 32, entitled Virtue Nourishment. A quick side note, I'm actually almost done filling up one complete notebook of episodes and writing. And If you've never written in a journal, if you're not a writer... I don't know if you understand how exciting that is, but to just finish a journal and move on to a brand new one, it's it's kind of fulfilling and sad and it's a whole bunch of things, but it, it's, I don't know, it's it's rewarding. So that's just my own little small victory, I guess. You don't get many of those, but... When you feel them, when you find them, I think it's important for you to not only acknowledge them, but to lavish in them, to allow yourself to enjoy it, to be committed in that moment to your happiness and fulfillment. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And with that said, let's get started. This episode is less about what virtue means and more so about what virtue can be. What we should keep in mind throughout the episode is the importance of nourishment, or nutriment, all four types. What are they? Edible food, sense impressions, volitions, and consciousness. With anything, with all four forms of nutriment, wisdom in ingestion is important. What is absorbed in each will continue to form each, with potential to serve or hinder that which we are. Desires for nourishment stem from craving which is different from hunger, which is based in necessity. To crave means to obtain deep satisfaction. Nourishment is deep satisfaction within the self. Eating a meal is to take in something once separate and allow it to become part of the self, choosing transformation as an ability or art form. So then, it stands to reason The mind, too, is both transformed and transforms any outside thought or idea absorbed by it. Things such as sense impressions, sensations sparked through external stimulation, and varied experiences through culture or society. Yet perhaps the most influential transformer is held within the banks of memory. Memories being as they are no longer the present moment, are absorbed like books, stories told from the views of others. This brings us to volition, or the will and how we choose to use it. First, we must make the choice to choose. Choose between nourishment and greed slash desperation. And so begins the formulation and cultivation of our will. What we consume will, in the grand scheme of it all, in return, consume us. 
creating and nourishing the delicate pieces of the balanced puzzle. Which brings us to the final form of nourishment. Consciousness. What is consciousness? It's to be alive, fully aware in the moment, unattached to what is no longer there. Consciousness, in our limited understanding, is the expansion of the universe. Through all we are and do, life is created, and at the same time, we are created with it. All of this is nourishment. Some work against nourishment of all kinds in an attempt to force false worlds into existence. So they may be the big picture instead of a hand helping to maintain balance. In order for things to change, we can't and shouldn't force changes to happen in the outside world. We simply nourish the self from within and become open to the influence of life all around us. Any and all external change slash evolution begins from deep within. That's the natural state of growth. Slow, patient movement beginning deep under the surface, unable to be seen, but continuously able to be felt. Virtue. It's not a thing to be held and collected or owned. Virtue's original meaning and translation was strength, but today it's been altered to mean moral high ground or righteousness. It's been made to mean obtaining something better, to stand on a moral high ground and look down. Look down at what? Or who? And if you're meant to always be climbing up towards further moral high ground, then how can there ever be time to look down? No doubt you'd misplace your hand or foot or just get so excited at how high you've climbed, you'd let go to cheer and excitement. In which case, you'd end up on the low side of the scale again. Which isn't to say morality is a fallacy. No. It's good to have morals, but don't get so caught up in the importance of morals that you lose sight of their meaning. Not to compare yourself to the self of others, but to better understand the vastness of the self. Then you'll find morality isn't a summit to conquer, but instead a pawn to reflect in. A side dish of nourishment. Righteousness is corruptible. Righteousness, I believe, has stemmed from societal implementation of the idea of better. An ideal state of supposed bliss we created to help us cope with what we can't understand. Strive to be better than others instead of taking time to understand the power of differences between oneself and another. It's righteousness that fuels the industry of war. Two opposing sides desperately trying to prove why their righteousness is the most righteous, each one believing themselves to be right. It's like two kids playing with sticks fighting over whose stick is better, instead of them taking the time to admire the tree that dropped them. Virtue is the tree in the metaphor. Healing naturalness. It's not something to obtain or be able to grab in the palm of a hand. It just is. Like balance.
living from moment to moment. To strive only to obtain it is to take away from the naturalness, making it into an idolized state vastly limiting the potential of its influence. Don't look for moments. Understand that you are the moment. We are the moments. We are life. Welcome to New Age Renaissance. Are you ready?